Thank you for tuning in to Quality Violence Cinema. Uh, we have uh, Jack Mulventieri, right? Or how did you say your last Jack name? Mulvaney. Okay, cool. So what got you into making short films? So in general, I've been making movies since I was a kid. Um, probably around the age of 10 or 11, I was obsessed with horror movies and I uh, would steal my dad's camera and spray fake blood everywhere and ruin the house. And um, I, uh, I've been progressing over the years since then. I've made shorts and features. And recently this collection was just, um, I had five shorts that I all felt uh, fit together and I didn't really know what to do with them. And um, I had an idea of making a compilation. But normally like I would try to aim to do more of a feature project, but uh, a short is kind of the middle ground of um, portraying an idea and getting it on, on, on camera and being able to express yourself without having to fill an hour an hour plus of content. Yeah, sometimes it just feels like filler, and it's like, well, you could have just edited all that out, but I'm like, well, then I would have been a short film, you know, so yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I remember when I, so I, when I was 15, I had my movie Creeps distributed from, from, from Wild Eye Entertainment. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah, them. Yeah, it was a, a really schlocky movie. It was called Creeps, Tale, Murder, and Mayhem, and it was like 55 minutes when we sent it to him, and he was like, I'll distribute this movie, but you guys have to film 20 more minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, and we just filmed like a couple more goofy death scenes. It's it's a really cheesy movie. It's not like the stuff I make now. Yeah. And you're uncredited but, for returning the class of Newcomb High, yeah? Yeah, I'm actually in the credits on that. I don't know why it says uncredited. I was, um, I was an extra. That was my summer going into ninth grade so i was okay. young as shit. and i met lloyd kaufman at a uh at a comic con he was like hey if you want to be an extra in my movie and i was like i was obsessed with trauma at the time so i was like fuck yes and um we took a trip to um niagara falls and i ended up being like a second of the movie you see like my whatever 13 year old ass running out of a burning building that's funny <laughs> yeah like cool just being there at the right time yeah, absolutely. So this kind of goes to what you're already saying, but are you planning on sticking with shorts or is there a full length feature you want to make? Um, so I think after this short collection comes out, I want to focus on a feature. I have an idea for one. It's all about me finding the right people to do the things that I need them to do and also doing it in a way where like, I want to put more money towards this project than I have other films. And I want to really take the time to make it something special. So I, I do have ideas for a feature and that's definitely like in the works, but it's a, it's a process. Yeah. It's definitely a process. It, it takes a minute and I, I work on low budgets and I do everything myself and I'm grateful for the people that have been in my work and done the things um that were needed to be done to create yeah. the art but um yeah, you yeah, can do low budget but it just takes a lot more time you know absolutely and especially the kind of content that i'm interested in making it's about making the right connections and finding people who are um 
down with a vision because you post an ad and it's like horror movie looking for actors you know i'm not making a friday the 13th homage slasher like that's totally cool in my opinion i love all that stuff but i'm trying to make you know more artistic deep and uh extreme content so what are some directors that inspire your style of filmmaking um lars von trier he's a big influence of mine i think he really pushes envelopes and he really um just how his films look are so depressing and and um beautiful i'd say gaspar no Mm -hmm. he's a big influence of mine just his his camera work and and the editing and the stories he tells i watched his new film vortex and i loved it Mm -hmm. um I just absolutely love him as a filmmaker. Marion Dora is a big influence of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucifer Valentine, although maybe controversial. Um, yeah, but I his film, yeah, his films, no one has made anything. Like, there have been fetish films and art similar to that, but when I got those films when I was in, like, eighth grade, which is way too young, um, there was nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw some similarities to like Sato Messiah, um, like in some of his shorts and some of the things he does. If you're familiar with with them, yeah, um, that's Sander Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But or or older stuff like Richard Kern and um, and definitely kind of like especially with the, the silent film approach and some of it. Absolutely. I would also say like. Um, Ruggiero Diodato, I love House of the Edge of the Park, or mm-hmm. yeah. and Cannibal Holocaust, and lastly, Horror Buckaret. Necromantic was like the first art horror film that I saw, and it it blew me away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what genre would you classify your your films under? Um, I mean, I I, I love to call them horror films, um, art house, um. Yeah, experimental. But they all, I think no matter what the content I made, they all live inside a horrific realm. They portray um, horrific acts or they portray um, violence or a dark theme or a dark energy. They all all fit in the horror envelope, but trying to do something that's not just a straight horror movie and trying to make something in my own way that's more experimental mm-hmm. um who does your soundtrack in most of your films so i'm a twin my twin used to make music under the title of virgin and um he makes like noise music and uh just some like alternative stuff but mainly he did noise and um he did the soundtracks for all my movies mm. He's amazing. Him and I, you know, will sit and he'll send me songs and they'll just fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. It really fit the the dark energy that I'm trying to portray, the, the noise, the feedback. Um, all of that, I, I think, really fits in the dark, dark aesthetic that I'm trying to portray in my films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It definitely shows that you know each other and, like, you know, if that was the kind of like the, that kind of duo. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And also like I did some songs on, on piety. So like I, I do some music too, but mainly he has done the music that's in most of the shorts, especially mm -hmm. compiled on the doll fluids DVD that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Have your films been in any festivals? I, honestly, I've never submitted them to festivals. My first film creeps, the tale of murder and mayhem I made when I was 15 got distributed from wild eye. Mm -hmm. underground collectors release piety and um yeah i mean I've, I've had my films distributed i've never had my films in festivals mm -hmm. I'm, i'd be curious to see the reactions people get we yeah. did a screening in philadelphia of piety with uh a filmmaker johnny dickey he filmed his he uh um uh, screened his film keith loves ava with piety and apparently uh people were upset at my movie they were uh thought it was very depressing um speaking of that film um did you use real cutting in that or was that all special effects in piety yeah yeah the cross cutting into his uh chest that is a hundred percent real yeah because it's one of those ones where you can tell it's like okay that like because of the, even the redness around the skin and just stuff like that it's like it's hard to get that makeup right and to get that kind of effect so i was like that looks pretty real so absolutely yeah that was crazy we made like a, a fake prison shank out of a razor and um and a uh i don't even remember what it was like a piece of stick and some tape and he, yeah he actually did it and he cuts it a few times down the cross mm -hmm. yeah you know that's something we, I, I work with uh, a lot or i've done interviews with daniel valiant and a lot of the people that get in, get into that scene so it's nothing I'm really shy on. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what format do you mostly shoot in? Um, you talking about like what camera? I use? Yeah. So I shoot on a Sony um, AX700. I think is the model. I'm really AX7000 maybe. It's like a 4K camera. Mm. It's. I, I might be getting the model wrong. Honestly, I'm really bad with like technical like the technicality aspects of movies i just have this really nice sony 4k camera that i shoot everything on yeah i used to shoot on a canon t3i i remember that one it's kind of dumb that i don't know the exact model that i shoot on currently yeah that's kind of what um, i'm working with is the sony 4k so it's nice yeah it's it's one of the mirrorless cameras mm -hmm. i'm just I, i'm i'm blanking on the the exact model but it's one of the new mirrorless ones and it's awesome the lens it comes with is great it fits all my needs do you use a single camera then yeah i do multiple takes of things mm -hmm. but i only have i can only afford one camera so yeah. usually it's doing multiple takes and it really comes down to editing yeah because it was edited really well especially there's a scene by the nightstand um, we were doing like a lot of quick edits. I thought that was really seamless and done really well. In which one? Uh, in uh, Dolph Fluids. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, we took that a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big fan of like energetic, fast cuts. I think it adds mm -hmm. a certain level of intensity to a scene. That's the only scene that made me question whether it was single shot or not because it seemed so like, well, it like, seemed like there was multiple angles. So Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um do you record the narrative in your film uh or like in sulfur and stuff like that yeah that's my voice mm. 
It reminds me a lot of like Godspeedy Black Emperor and just some of their like tones and their just especially they kind of just go into these like long spiels of talks. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I yeah, think it added to the tone a lot. Thank you. Yeah, Godspeed is a, a really cool band. I, I can see that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I try to make that piece as experimental as possible. And those stories of like the dead animals over the footage of of the woman mm -hmm. those are all like true stories from my childhood mm -hmm. and i use like a dark a dark pitch down um and i just thought it was interesting i thought i thought the way that it worked was really well especially with the music mm. do you act in most of your films when i need to i acted in doll fluids and the short mercy but i really prefer to direct but if it's something that, you know, it calls for me to act or I can't find another person, I'll, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly have no, there's no nothing that I feel uncomfortable doing. And there's nothing that like, you know, if, if I can't find another person that's willing to do something, I'll just do it. Yeah. Um, do you go for the silent film approach for artistic reasons or for budget? Well... Honestly, I think the silent film approach works well because sometimes I feel like low budget films dialogue sometimes make it seem campy. Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of amazing independent actors and potentially in the future I'll add dialogue, but sometimes I think you can you can really show a message without dialogue and just with action. Mm -hmm. And I th I think the dark entity of my movies um I think you could tell based on the energy and what's shown on screen. And I like people to make their own opinions of what they think the films are about as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it but, kind of reminded me of um, Aftermath. And even just like in the trilogy too, where like they all kind of have like a somewhat of a similar feel, like each of your shorts. But they all kind yeah. of tell like a different religious approach to something or have a kind of like a, a similar theme in some aspect, you know. Yeah, I definitely think they bleed together pretty well. They're definitely fit as a morbid family. Mm -hmm. um, was it difficult to cast roles for your films? Um, no. The people that were in my films came into my life without me really looking for actors. Mm -hmm. They were people that were close to me that were willing to do that whatever. They already trust you and stuff. They already fully trust me. I don't want to give away because they want to remain anonymous. Yeah, I get that. Their relationships to me, but I love them. They did amazing work. And um, yeah, luckily I've had, I've had some uh, great people that I worked with. And I think the people that are in their short collection and all three, whoever they are, all five, they killed it and they went the full the full length and luckily i found people that are like-minded enough to want to be in something like this or want to contribute ideas and or, see it for the art yeah and see it for the art purpose because you you show these things to the normal person and they might be absolutely repulsed or they might not understand or they might think it's a certain way but finding people that really understand at least me as a person um was important and finding people that were into the art and I didn't need to like 
force someone into doing something or like, you know, I would never do that. It needs to be fully consensual and everyone needs to be down with the project. I, I want people to be excited when they work on a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is your family supportive with your choice of filmmaking? Um, yeah, my, my family has been supportive. I don't show them certain shorts or certain, certain stuff I've made because, you know, I, I don't need to shock them. And there's some things that they probably just better not see, but they've always supported my goals and, and what I was aiming for. And they've always been there for me. So they've always been huge supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, where are most of your films shot? Like which state? Yeah. Like what in locations and stuff? Uh, outside of Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, do you reuse a lot of your same props between movies? Um, so the, the, the dick prop, the penis prop from doll fluids is used in mercy. Mm-hmm. But the two, I made new props for doll fluids and new props for sulfur. So, I mean, if, if it's something like, say I made a finger, you could probably save that for later. But if it's someone's specific face mold, yeah. I'll use their own. Mm-hmm. I, I, do all the I do all the effects myself. Okay. You know, I take out the alginate and do the whole gel 10 silicone and paint it. So, yeah, I, if, if it's possible, I, I love to save effects and reuse them because... Sometimes effects can be a pain to make. It's yeah, a lot it's, of work. It's cost effective too. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how did you get picked up by New Film Order? Um. So, the original thing was I posted doll fluids on Vimeo, and I posted it throughout some groups on Facebook, Reddit, and whatnot, and it got a, a decent amount of views. And I noticed that. Um, I forget who it was, um, but one of the people that run New Film Order Productions, um, they liked the video, and I messaged them and was wondering if they had interest in a release. And it worked out because he was like, yeah, I was watching this and was wondering why he didn't go right to DVD with this. And the thing was, like, with short films, like, it's hard to, it's harder to distribute them. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of companies want features. And then I realized like, oh, I have five shorts that all fit together in tone. Mm-hmm. So they're all dark and they fit well and they've been really helpful. We're working on subtitles now. I signed the contract. So they said hopefully by the end of next week, we'll be up and ready for pre-orders. And I hope I hope people enjoy. Mm-hmm. Were there other distribution companies that you had in mind? No. Because because at the time I didn't I didn't think it was possible to release it on DVD unless I did it myself. Mm-hmm. Like I did, I I love so many companies that are out there right now. I collect so many underground companies and I love them, but I just didn't think my stuff would um, would be worth like reaching out to other companies. But I may be wrong. I just kind of you know. Was like, oh, these people have a company and they seem interested in my short. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Why do you, pe- pe- uh, why do you think people find gratification in explicit sexual gore? 
for me, I think... I think there's a level of, like, something that shouldn't be seen is seeing, like, what people deem as perverse or deviant or or dark or or too sexual or pornographic it's like it's 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 what is not normally seen but even though people behind closed doors watch porn you know like i i think people are drawn to it because it's 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 just on another level like it's one thing to show a guy get shot by a bullet that's violent and and that hits a certain pleasure but for me like I, I find it very interesting seeing nudity. I find it very interesting seeing uh, BDSM or sexual violence or all sorts of things just because it, it reminds me of like a carnal urge. And so a lot of the shorts had, you know, dealt with some of my sexual, um, I was kind of like, I grew up a Catholic, so I had a lot of issues with sexuality. Like, feeling guilty for having sex with women or, or not feeling bad for things I was into. And now I can express them in film now that I've gotten past all that stuff. So I, I don't know. I think different people for different reasons. I personally think it's interesting to see sexual content. I personally think violence is interesting. I think if you do it in an interesting way and you have something to say, um, I don't know though. I think I think there can be different reasons for everyone, but for me personally, I think if it's done right and it hits that like that energy that I love seeing and 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 they do it in an interesting way, it really makes me enjoy a film. Mm-hmm. Do you go for a more surreal approach or is there a deeper meaning in the stories in your film? There's deeper meanings in the stories to my film. A lot of them deal with religion. Some of them deal with um, my feelings towards love, depression, addiction, all things that I've been through in life. Like doll fluids, at the time I was in a really dark place making that film. I was in the depths of a heroin addiction. I was like three months into a run. I was 140 pounds. By the time I got to the doctor, my muscle was eating itself. I made this short film and honestly I was on my last legs at that moment in life and as you see like there's a scene where he cuts the fingers and he's bleeding like the character is just so far removed from life he's so like devoid of everything and he meets this other tortured girl and he inflicts suffering on her but he also inflicts suffering on himself and like I don't know uh a lot of my films have to deal with like suffering and punishment and um, just depression and and doing it in a way that's not strictly saying this is what it's about. So you say most of your films are a reflection of personal struggles? Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't say that me as a person wants to go do crazy things to people, but I do think like expression of 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 darkness and mental illness and and all that struggle i think that comes from a dark place inside my mind there's a reason i make the kind of films i make Mm -hmm. it doesn't just come from me wanting to be um shocking for shock's sakes Mm -hmm. or just thinking something looks cool like the the cuts in doll fluids those are real 
those are all that whole filming of that that short that wasn't that was a crazy time in my life i was basically psychotic filming that mm-hmm. so it's it was a really crazy thing um it it's sometimes i watch my films in it and i'm like did i go too far on this or did what are people going to think of this mm-hmm. but then i'm like this is what i made this is what came out of my creativity mm-hmm. and sometimes your first instinct is the best instinct yeah so no i like all the um religious symbolism that's um and all of that so were you you were raised religious i was I was raised religious. I went to Catholic school, although I was never molested by a priest. I was an altar boy, and the priest that I served under got arrested for molesting children. So, as a, I was really confused at a young age because I was raised Catholic, but I loved horror movies. And then I was seeing the priest in my church get arrested, and it was this whole fucked up situation where like people in the church that i went to were defending him and there was all sorts of things that i was into and i i felt totally conflicted in my mind and as i went into high school years i made the decision not to go to church anymore and that's when i kind of found myself and was like you know what i don't connect with this i this is this has been you know i was raised and i think people that raise their children religious that's all they know Mm -hmm. because their parents raised them religious yeah. That's what they think is the right thing to do. So I don't blame them, and I think maybe you can learn good morals from a church, mm-hmm. but I don't think I have to go to church to know not to kill someone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I think being I'm... a person is separate from religion. Yeah. Yeah, I've always been kind of passive with religion just because of uh, I wasn't raised religious. I didn't step foot into a church until I was like 12 or 13 until my dad remarried and married to a southern baptist woman and then all of a sudden he became like a deacon and changed his ways and was forcing us to go to church i was like well this is not the way he raises (laughs) so i definitely definitely fought it for a bit but conformed eventually for like two years in high school and then was over it (laughs) wow that must have been kind of crazy with not having been Mm. used to it at 13 being a constant like yeah there's some interesting times i would tell people that and some girls would just call me a heathen or like yell bible verses at me because they they when i told them i'd never been to a church before and then there was like you know it's like blew their mind with that concept wow, that's crazy <laughs> but so uh what are some future projects you have in mind um I don't want to get too into it because my creative projects, I have a script called bug catcher. That's about someone that's addicted to catching STDs. I think it would make a crazy movie. Um, and I have another script about, and I think this might be the next one I make. Hopefully it's about a girl's final night on the, uh, as a inner life as a prostitute. Mm. And she just meets the wrong person, but they go back and forth and, it's it it's a little more than that, but I don't want to get too far into it. Those are just little blips. Mm-hmm. And your um, one of your shorts was in Symbolicus. Yes, Sulfur was in Symbolicus too. Are you um, planning on? Or did you reach out to Marcus on Symbolicus three, or do you have any plans on that one? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I thought since I was on two, maybe they wouldn't want me on another one. I don't yeah, know right. if people are double dipping, but I mean, I'd be down to do whatever if he wants. But Marcus is a great guy. Yeah, no, I love Marcus. 
He's 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 um he's called me and helped me do special effects and he's he put my short in his symbolic his three. So he's always been supportive and I appreciate him. So and I love what he does, like his effects mm-hmm. and MK Ultra and Symbolic is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did a screening of the fourth one of MK4, but unfortunately he has some Discord issues, but you know. That's, that's Discord for you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, thanks for joining, by the way. Um Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's it kinda has this hit and miss of like waves and of how active it gets, but I try to make sure to keep it active because I don't want it just being a sitting dead duck put too much Absolutely. into it so but um i guess that's kind of it for questions that, um unless there's anything you want to plug or say anything or um when is the release of um uh Dolph fluids so it should be out by hopefully pre-orders will be up by the end of next week that's okay. pretty much the only thing i have to plug a shout out johnny dickey and look out for future projects that's pretty much all I got. Well, cool. No, thank you for coming and um, giving the time. So, Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, 